Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. January 19th, James Tour. James was already brilliant when he entered college, but he didn't know everything. He didn't know Christ, and the language of the Christians around him started out confusing, but he soon became intrigued. James is still brilliant. He is now a nanotechnologist and a professor of materials science and nanoengineering and a professor of computer science. In 2008, James won the Feynman Prize in Experimental Nanotechnology and the NASA Space Act Award. In fact, if you type up his list of awards in 12-point type, the list is six inches wide and a foot long. Today's story begins with James in his first year in college, when he was still confused about those Christians. The heart of the problem is really a problem of the heart. Having grown up in a Jewish community outside of New York City, James Tor was unfamiliar with some of the catchwords he kept hearing in his first year at college. One was, born again. Born again? What's that? One day, in the dorm's laundry room, he asked a football player, what are your plans after school? I want to do lay ministry, the guy said. Lay ministry? He didn't know what that meant either, but he figured this guy must have been one of those people that was born again. The football jock asked if he could draw James an illustration showing how to have a right relationship with God, and James agreed. The football player whipped out a sheet of paper and quickly sketched a tall cliff on the left side of the paper, with a stick figure man standing on top of the cliff. And on the right side of the paper, he drew another tall cliff and labeled it God. Between the cliffs, a chasm stretched from the base of one cliff to the base of the other, and he labeled the chasm sin. He said, sin separates man from God. James said, but I'm not a sinner. I haven't murdered anyone or robbed any banks, so how can I be a sinner? In response, the guy pulled out a Bible and showed James a verse. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3:23. All meant everybody. In that steamy room full of spinning washers and dryers, God was exposing sin, a kind of dirty that didn't come clean with soap and water. The jock showed James another verse in Matthew 5, 27 and 28, where Jesus said, "'You have heard that it was said, "'Do not commit adultery, but I tell you, "'everyone who looks at a woman with lust "'has already committed adultery with her in his heart.'" Those words hit James like a punch in the face. How did he know? How could this man Jesus know about his addiction to porn? The trouble started when James was 14 and worked at a gas station. When his co-workers ended their shifts on Fridays, he fished for the magazines they would throw away so he could look through them. Now, in the laundry room and listening to the football player, James heard how Jesus died for his sins and rose again to make a way for him to find peace with God and eternal life. Jesus bridged the gap between God and man. Jesus was the bridge from one clifftop to the other. And it wasn't a toll bridge. A man could trust that bridge and walk right across. 
But James didn't accept all the guy had said right then. He decided to study the Bible for himself. And he discovered that the prophet Isaiah foretold how the Messiah would be whipped and executed. In Isaiah 53, 6 and 12, it says, All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned, every one, to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Gradually, James became convinced Jesus was who he said he was, the Son of God. James got down on his knees in his dorm room one night and he prayed these words, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner, come into my life. Later he said, all of a sudden someone was in my room. I opened my eyes, who was in my room? That man, Jesus Christ, he was standing in my room. I had this amazing sense of God. That night, the sheer kindness of God's forgiveness washed over James, and he no longer felt compelled to mess with porn or any worldly sin. Today, James is an acclaimed scientist, researcher, and professor, but his passion is sharing his faith. God uses James to help people know about the man on the cliff separated by sin from the God who loves him, and Jesus Christ, the bridge the way for the two to connect. The heart of the problem is a problem of the heart. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.